Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode, how to have a drama-free marriage. So when I talk about drama, I'm talking about, uh, you know, the, the conflict, the uh, high emotions, the um, feeling like uh, you're doing so much, but you're not getting what you want out of your marriage. Um, that's one of the big ones. So, uh, you know, just the frustration, the anger uh, that comes from all that. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today, how to get out of all of that and really reclaim your power as a man, as a person, as a son of God. Uh, so my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving men have more intimate marriages men and couples. So today we're going to, to introduce this idea of drama, we're going to talk about the Karpman drama triangle. This is something that was created by uh, Stephen Karpman. Um, if you like visuals, you can head over to, to my YouTube channel at Mike Frazier MD if you're just listening to this. But um, basically, just picture a triangle, right? On the top, there's going to be someone called a hero. Okay. So the, uh, I mean, let's just think about uh, like uh, a princess in a castle. Okay. <laughs> She's, she's trapped. Um, there's a, there's a bad guy that put her in this tower and she's up there. She's the damsel in distress. She needs the prince to come rescue her. Right. I mean, this is kind of a classic setup for a, uh, a movie, right? Um, so in this case, the victim, right, is going to be the damsel in distress, the girl up in the tower, uh, or if you've watched a uh, Tangled or Rapunzel, right? So Rapunzel's the girl in the tower. Uh, the villain is her, uh, is her, the, the lady that stole her from the, the, from her real parents, right? And now she's locked her in this tower and won't let her out. So there's the villain. And then the top of this is the hero, the guy that's going to come rescue Rapunzel from the tower and kill her mom, right? <laughs> Get not her mom, but the, the, the woman that stole her or the villain. I mean, the, you, you can recognize this in, in most movies. Okay. Um, it, like, uh, you know, die hard, right? The guys, the, the hero, he comes in, John McClane, the villain are all these like terrorists and, you know, the victim are the people in there, right. That he's trying to rescue. So common, common, common thing that we see in movies. And what I want, what we're going to learn today is it, it makes a good movie. It just doesn't make a great marriage. <laughs> so in a more like marriage example, so let's say that your wife suffered from sexual abuse, like-minded. It's unfortunately very common uh, that uh, women are sexually abused in one way or another. So in this case, the villain is going to be the abusers, right? That's pretty clear. You know, that's someone that has hurt your wife, the victim is going to be your wife or my wife. And then the hero in this case, a lot of times it, you kind of step in as the hero, right? Or I step in as the hero. I want to be someone that rescues her from them. And, and now she admires me and loves me. And, and now she's safe, right? And protected from that. Okay. So you might think, well, yeah, Mike, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Um, but it, it leads to some problems. And this is what I experienced in my marriage. And maybe you're, you're seeing some of this too. Um, it feels good. It feels good to feel like the hero. Yeah. Um, 
But the problem is if you're stuck in that hero mindset, it's difficult for your wife to grow, right? If you really hang on to that hero identity, like I'm the guy that's rescuing her, it kind of makes her stay in that victim area. It also makes you sort of look for some kind of villain to, to want to defeat, right? So, and the problem is, right, you, you can try to sort of sabotage her growth, right? Either on purpose, you try to actually push her down. We've talked about this on the sort of one-up mentality uh, or kind of unconsciously so you can still feel like the hero. So common places, guys, and couples struggle in their marriages like with money, right? So if you're in that hero mindset, you might kind of think, okay, like I am the one that makes the money in the family and you know, so I'm the hero because I can, I can pay for everything. And my wife's kind of the, the victim or at least lower, right? Because she doesn't make as much. Okay. So that, that's fine, right? If you're the one that's making the money, but the problem comes when you sort of really identify with that hero mindset. So my wife started her own business and it started growing. It started growing fast and it started actually outgrowing some of the things I was doing. And that was really hard for me. It was threatening to me. And so what I started doing was not really doing a very good job supporting her business. <laughs> I didn't like uh, like take down her website or like throw all her materials in the garbage or anything, but you know, I was not super helpful. Uh, I was not super encouraging. Um I sort of let her know in subtle ways that it was bothering me that this was happening. Um so and she, she actually told me later that she tried to not grow the business as much because she knew it was threatening to me. Guys, that's not good. That's a, that's a problem. Um, you know, the movies teach us the hero is attractive, but like if you're trying to be the hero kind of at the expense of your wife, like I was, um, it's not attractive at all. <laughs> like my wife wasn't jumping into bed with me because she felt like she couldn't grow her business because she was going to hurt my feelings. Right. That's not good. So, um, yeah, you know, like I said, if you're stuck in that hero mindset, it can be threatening to you, right? Um, that she starts growing. Okay. And again, you also need, are looking for that villain. If you're the hero, you need some villain to defeat. Right. And so for, for me, it was sort of like, you know, her business was kind of the villain and I had to sort of take that down because it was keeping her from me being the hero in her life. Okay. So again, the other problem here is that it leads to this one-up relationship where you kind of need to feel superior to her, right? If she's not locked in the tower anymore, if she comes out of the tower and she's kind of living her life, like, where's your spot? You know, how are you going to still be the hero, right? It's, it doesn't really work. So what you can start doing, this is what I started doing, right? I wanted to be the hero in our, in our marriage. And so what I started doing was really over-functioning, um, doing too much to, again, maintain my status as one up or the hero, right. And her is kind of the victim or someone that needed help. Um, so I started doing more with the money, right. I had, I made more, I let her spend kind of whatever. I didn't really communicate well with her about what was appropriate. Although sometimes I'd kind of like blow up with her, but then I'd go back to just, over-functioning, doing, saying, oh yeah, spend whatever, even though it didn't make sense to do that, right? It made me feel like the hero. Okay. With parenting, I started really 
kind of taking on more and more responsibility where, you know, I was getting the kids up, I was getting them ready. I was making their lunches. I was dropping them off at school. I was picking them up from school, like too much. (laughs) It was not a, a fair setup, but you know, I was doing that again because I wanted to be the hero. Um, but again, the problem with being the hero is there has to be a victim, right? And so she was kind of the uh, the victim, right? And like, I didn't do a good job communicating this with her at all. I didn't explain I was feeling overwhelmed or whatever, but eventually I did get burnt out, right? So I felt it was unfair. I felt like I was doing too much. I started resenting her, even though I was the one that volunteered to do all of this, right? Keep that in mind because I wanted to be that hero, Right. So if this sounds familiar to you at all, just notice, like, am I really taking on a lot of responsibility because I want to be that hero to my wife? And am I starting to feel kind of burnt out by that? So when you start feeling burnt out by that and resentful, now you have shifted from the hero into the villain in that triangle, right? Sorry, into, into the, into the victim in that triangle. So I'm the victim and my wife's the villain, right? Not my wife. She's the one demanding so much, but she's not giving me anything back, right? So in this case, right? So we, we talk a lot about, about sex and intimacy here. And a lot of the, a lot of the guys that I work with, you know, Christian high achieving guys, they, they work hard. They're doing a lot for their wife, but they're not getting sex back, right? They want sex, but they're not getting it. So this was my situation, right? So The villain in this case is for sure my wife, right? I do so much for her, but she won't have sex with me. She's the villain. She's withholding that. You know, she's supposed to give it to me, but she won't, right? I'm the victim here. Look at how much I'm doing. She's hurting me. And so what you are looking for when you're in the victim mindset is a hero. You know who the villain is. It's your wife. She's not doing what you want her to do. (laughs) She's not having sex with you, right? So she's the villain. You resent her for it. Um, a lot of guys too, like I did this myself too. They'll say, Oh no, I don't, I don't really resent her. I want to do all this stuff, but really inside you do, (laughs) you know, you want to have sex with their wife. She's not doing it. You're mad about it, but you feel like you can't really say anything about it. Uh, it's hard. It feels trapped. It feels like you can't do anything. So, you know, the, again, when you're in this mindset of my wife's the villain, she won't have sex with me, even though I want her to. I'm the victim. I'm doing so much for her. She won't do this for me. You're looking for a hero. So you want your wife to be the hero. Like you want her to just kind of start liking to have sex or start having sex with you more. Or if you're in a situation where your wife's, you know, separating or wanting to divorce you, right. Um, then she's again, the villain. Cause she's, you know, she's leaving, she's destroying the family. She's destroying you, you know, whatever. So you're kind of hoping she'll be the hero, right? She'll, you're hoping she'll come back or have sex with you more. And so a lot of times what you'll do, you'll, you'll try to kind of pressure her into being that hero for you. You know, you'll kind of try to manipulate her into doing that. Hey, come on, you know, I do so much for you. Won't you have sex with me? Right. Make it kind of transactional or you're going to ruin the kids' lives. If you separate or divorce from us, can't you just stay for that? You know, you're trying to kind of trick her into being the hero for you, but understand this is all coming from that victim mindset, Right. You're coming from that victim mindset. Your wife's the villain. She needs to either turn into the hero, right? And save you. Okay. Or the other option you have is, okay, well, my wife's not going to do it. So I need to turn somewhere else. So maybe you, 
again, talking just about the, uh, like I'm your, your marriage just doesn't have as much sex as you would like, or there's very little or maybe no sex for a long period of time. Um, you know, you might turn somewhere else. You might turn to pornography. You might turn to another woman for either that emotional connection or that sexual connection or both. Okay. Cause you're looking for that, that hero, right? Again, the problem here, guys, and I need you to see it. I want you to see it. It's hard to see it. <laughs> but when you do, when you realize, hey, man, I'm in victim mindset here. Like for a high achieving guy, this doesn't feel good. For a guy who's self-motivating, goal-oriented, he does not want to identify with being a victim. Like when I saw this for myself, it was terrible. It's horrifying right? to see I was actually being, I was the victim, acting like the victim. I was putting myself in the victim mindset, victim role. Okay. So what are the problems with the victim mindset? Already, like most, a lot of, uh, you know, high-achieving Christian goal-oriented, self-motivated guys just automatically hearing victims like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be in that. Um, but when you are in that, it feels terrible, right? Because it feels helpless. You feel angry. You feel imprisoned. Again, it's like what I thought for a long time in my marriage was, man, I'm doing so much for my wife. She won't have sex with me but I can't leave because my Christian values don't want that to happen. Okay. So what am I supposed to do here? Right. It feels helpless. It feels angry. You feel like you're in prison, right? I can't make it. I can't do anything. I'm trapped. Right. So it feels terrible. If you're feeling trapped, it's a good indication. You're probably in victim mindset. If you're feeling helpless, it's a good indication. You're probably in victim mindset. Okay. The other problem, right? So you're, you're trying to do this because you want to have sex with your wife more, or you want her to end a separation or end a divorce, right? Being in victim mindset, is totally unattractive. It's not going to inspire sexual desire in your wife. It's not going to inspire her to want to come back to you. If you're in victim mindset, it just won't, it's not, you, you know, this intuitively women are attracted to a man who's strong. If you're a victim, you're not strong. Okay. And again, the tendency here is actually to turn into the villain. So you shift from victim into villain because you're like, okay, fine. My wife won't do this. Then I'm going to kind of hurt her back. So that may be something very direct. You may start yelling at her. You may start just treating her badly. You may, uh, you know, do something to damage her financially, something like that, right? Where you are hurting her back. Okay. Or you, it may be more kind of subtle. You may just kind of stop helping around the house as much, uh, or you might turn to pornography or other women, which some guys will say, no, no, I just felt like I need an escape, but really like, be honest. It's a, you're trying to hurt her by doing that. Okay. You feel like you're sort of escaping, right? But really you're shifting into that victim mindset or sorry, that villain behavior where you're, you're hurting her by what you're doing. Okay. So how do you escape, right? How do you escape the hero role? Because okay. again, it, it kind of feels good in a way, but it comes with all those problems where, you know, your wife can't grow. You go in that one-up mentality. You are threatened by her growth, right? Uh, you kind of, when she does well, you sort of feel out of place. So what does the hero want? Okay. What feels good about being the hero? It feels good to be loved, to be appreciated, to be respected, to feel valuable, right? To feel like you're helping. Okay. So how can you accomplish that? How can you still feel loved, appreciated, respected, still feel valuable, still feel like you're helping without going into that hero mindset where you sort of have to keep her as the victim? 
So it's, it's counterintuitive because again, a lot of what we, what we think is I have to be the hero to be loved, right. Or to be appreciated or to be valuable. But instead what we want to do is actually start with feeling loved and appreciated. And you can do that by feeling loved and appreciated by God, right? And by living in a way that you can respect yourself. Okay. That's key guys to feel self-confident or to feel respected, right? You need to live in a way that you can respect yourself. To me, that's aligning your values with what Jesus teaches, you know, by being a man of integrity, being honest, uh, being kind, you know, and being strong, finding that balance, right? Now you are living in a way you can respect yourself. So you're already respectful. You feel love from God. You appreciate, you feel appreciation from God. You feel appreciation for yourself, for the things that you're doing, right? So then you go out and you help your wife or other people, right? Your kids, people at work, just because you want to be that kind of husband or be that kind of man, okay? So again, how do you escape the hero role? Remember, the motivation for the hero role is to feel loved, appreciated, respected, and valuable, and to feel like you're helping. So the good news is you can actually feel loved, appreciated, and respected on your own. You don't need your wife to make you feel that. You can already feel that. You don't need your wife to make you feel valuable. You can already feel valuable, okay? And now when you go out to help, it's not what I call the mosquito where you're trying to get something back from her. It's just because, hey, I already feel good and I want to help because that's what I want to be, right? Now, guess what happens? Now you feel genuinely confident, okay? You're confident because you already feel good about what you're doing and you're choosing to live in a way that you want to live. And guess what? That's very attractive, And guess what? When you're attractive and confident and helpful to your wife, because that's who you want to be, that is when she's going to be wanting to have sex. That's when she's wanting to end the separation or end the divorce. Okay. So you get those feelings first by something outside your wife, right? You get feeling loved, respected, valued from something outside your wife. Then you go help her out of those feelings of love, respect, and admiration, right? Okay. So the other way that you escape the hero role is by letting your wife manage her own business, right? Manage her own thoughts and feelings and not taking responsibility for them. So especially if your wife has been through abuse or she's been depressed or anxious, right? It can be easy to start wanting to step into that hero role. Your your wife is kind of maybe used to being in that victim role because of what she's been through, right? And Look, there, if that happened, there are real villains in her life, like the depression, the anxiety, or the abuse, or the abusers, right? Those are real villains. They've really hurt her. Um, but for her, she also needs to step out of that victim mindset and take control of her own life. That's the only way that she's going to really escape. It's not by you coming in and fixing everything for her, okay? So you want to encourage her in her hopes and her dreams, right? You want to see her as an equal with equal responsibility for her own life. Okay. And that can be a little bit jarring. It can be a little bit unsettling for both of you because you're used to being the hero. She's kind of used to being the victim. So when you say, I'm not going to be the hero anymore, I'm still going to help you, but I want you to be responsible for your thoughts and emotions and healing. Right. It's a little bit scary, but it allows her to step into that. And that's what will lead to real growth and intimacy in your life and marriage. Okay. So if it's something like it, like abuse, right? You want to encourage her separation from abusers, right? You want to encourage her healing, but you don't want to do it for her. 
You don't want to try to, you can't, you can't do it for her and you don't want to try because it's going to drive you crazy and kind of keep her in that victim mindset. Okay. So what that might look like is, you know, let's say you want to encourage her to go to therapy, right? So what you would probably say is, Hey, like, I think you would really benefit from going to therapy from this. I'm happy to support it financially. Um, I can, and then it's up to you. Like maybe you can, maybe you say, I can look up some therapists for you, or maybe you say, here's sort of a list of people and, uh, or here's our insurance or, Hey, like, here's a few people that I thought might be good. And now, you know, I would love for you to call them so you can really get healing from this. Right. Um, and you just make a request. Here's what I'd like you to do. Right. But then you don't try to do it for her. Say, okay, like, here's your appointment. Okay, let's go. I'm going to, uh, you know, take you to do it. Right. You let her step into that. Now, how do you step out of that victim or villain role? Right. So first you want to see where you're acting like a victim. Again, if you're saying things like, if you just feel whiny, right. If you feel like you're complaining, Oh, my wife, she wouldn't have sex with me. Even though I do so much for her. Oh, she left me. Right. Oh, she cheated on me. Right. Whatever, whatever it is, you know, getting into that victim mindset. Look, it's fine to feel sad about these things and that's normal. And you actually need to, you don't need to say, Oh, it doesn't bother me because of course it bothers you. Something like this is going on, right? It's fine. It's fine to feel sad about it. But first of all, you need to identify where you've been a victim or sorry, where you've been a villain, (laughs) keep mixing those up, where you've been a villain to pay her back, right? Have you been doing pornography? Have you had an affair yourself? Have you been withholding help from her, right? Where have I been out of integrity with my own Christian values, right? And apologize for that, okay? You need to get out of those victim villain roles. You need to apologize for those. And then instead of being the victim, you need to identify what you want and you need to take responsibility for getting it. Okay. So if you want a relationship of love, connection, intimacy with your wife, you need to figure out what do I need to do to create that, right? So if that is what you need, if you or what you want, right? If you want a marriage where you have love, connection, intimacy, passion, great sex life, mental, emotional, and sexual connection, okay? What you need to understand is there's sort of a stepwise process to get there, okay? So you need to first create safety and self-confidence, okay? Those kind of run together. Then you need to be great at communication, and then that creates great intimacy and a great sex life. Okay. So again, you need to identify areas where you're hurting your wife. And those areas are going to be places where you're out of integrity or out of alignment with your Christian values. Okay. So you realize where those are, you apologize for those, and then you align yourself. You start behaving in ways that are consistent with who you want to be, that are consistent with Christian values. Okay. And when you're living that way, you are in a great space of self-confidence. Self-confidence, that's all it comes from, guys. It comes from you making and keeping promises to yourself. It comes from you living in alignment with what you believe is right. That's where self-confidence comes from. It doesn't come from other places, okay? So when you do that, you're also very safe to her now, right? Because you've stepped out of hero mode. You've stepped out of victim mode. You've stepped out of villain mode. You're out of that triangle because now you're just following Christian values. You're following what Jesus has taught, right? And so you feel good and solid about that. And you're treating her in kind ways because that's who you want to be. Again, not because you think you're going to get something from it. You will get something from it. 
but that's not why you're doing it. That's the paradox of this whole thing. And that's what's hard for goal-oriented, self-motivated guys because they think, okay, I just have to, if I want more sex with my wife, I just have to focus on that. Get more sex, get more sex, get more sex. But it doesn't work, right? And that's what drives guys crazy. But what we need to focus on is something very different. It's still goal-oriented, it's still self-motivated, but it's directed in the correct way to create great relationships. So again, first you create safety by realizing where you're out of alignment with your Christian values and getting back into alignment with those. And that creates great self-confidence and it creates safety. Next, you need to connect deeply with yourself at a mental and emotional level. Most guys aren't very good at this, at really recognizing their thoughts, recognizing their emotions. And so they can't communicate those very well to their wife. So we get very good at identifying our thoughts and feelings. We get very good at expressing those. And we get very good at understanding our wife's thoughts and emotions. Okay. Guys, once we do that, we have a great mental emotional connection with their wife, which pretty naturally leads into a sexual connection, right? When you have that deep emotional and mental connection and intimacy, you're in a great spot. You also learn how to communicate in a way that you get to win-win agreements about money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion. So now you've built safety, you've built great communication, you've built great connection. And now you're able to connect sexually in a genuinely passionate and intimate way. Okay. So, and we learn too about, you know, aligning our sexuality with the way that we want it to and uh, connecting with our wife sexually in ways that are fun, you know, bringing back fun, flirting, passion, all of that. Right. That's the secret. That's the sequence guys, safety and self-confidence, great communication, and then great intimacy. And it really is better than what you've ever experienced. Okay. So if you want that kind of marriage, if you want to have a marriage that's filled with love, connection, and intimacy, fill out an application to work with me in my program. Doing it by application now, because I want to really make sure that the people that are coming in are people that I can really help well, and that are ready to get in and do the work. So it's for self-motivated, goal-oriented men and couples with Christian values. That's who I can help best. Okay. Because again, you know, for me, you're going to have a hard time getting great self-confidence or uh, really having a life that's um, that's great if you're out of alignment with Christian values. Okay, if you're not agreeing that you know being faithful to your wife, that being um, you know honest, that you know getting your self-confidence from uh, from God right? If you don't agree with that, a lot of what I teach is not maybe going to really resonate with you. So, you know, that's why I say with Christian values. Um, so if that's you, right, if you're self-motivated, oriented man, or you're working with your wife too, a couple, uh, come over to mikefrasermd.com and apply. You click on the work with me at the top of the page, or if you're on my email list, you'll get a link to it too. Um, so I'll review your application. And if it looks like a good fit, I'll reach out and we'll schedule a call explain the details of the program and uh, we'll go from there. And I'd love to, to work with you. Uh, I love helping people create this kind of marriage. Like I said, I've been able to create it for myself. Um, and so, so those are the steps, right? Safety, communication, intimacy. It's not like I do am perfect at all those, right? I'm still working and I still apply the principles all the time. Um, you know, the examples I gave you are recent examples today and in the podcast are recent examples of times where I have not done a great job with safety or with communication or with intimacy. And, uh, you know, we know that we learn the principles and we apply them and we keep getting better at them. So again, 
that's you. If you want love, connection, intimacy in your marriage, you're self-motivated, oriented man or a couple uh, with Christian values, head over to MikeFraserMD.com, click work with me and apply. And I look forward to hearing from you. All right, man, stay strong. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.